0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing four weekly podcasts, Dum Dums and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, and Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, as well as four event podcasts with miniseries releases at staggered intervals, Curse Code and Crown, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the Bad Movie Review Show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. In a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's Patreon.com/slash/dumbdumdice. D-U-M-B, dice. D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together. And thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, God of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dumb Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pod. Get it, dice. Get your merchandise today.
1: Welcome back, children of the night, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am your host, Count Vlad von Lestat, drinker of blood, keeper of the Chronicle, and all around the spooky dude. The culture rescued Azaria Tyrell from the scene of a fair vampire massacre burning the club to the ground. Ridley torched the place with no shirt on. Iris communicated with multiple allies using her mind. And Everett ate a vampire in front of Iris. What will our heroes do with a new hunter ally in the night off? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. So, Coterie, I've got some very good news for you. You've escaped the clutches of uh, the Satin Prince... You managed to save the Bear Boys from horrible fate. Uh, you made some friends along the way. You met some famous actors. It's been quite a long night. But, miraculously, you've survived, and you're on your way home. This is the story of the Coterie's first night off in quite a long time. Um, so, obviously, you're all burnt pretty badly. Um, both uh, Literally, in, in Ridley's case, and, and metaphorically in, in others. Uh, some of us have had to, you know, embrace, uh, embrace someone recently, kind of uh, against a better judgment. Some of us got possessed by a demon after trying to become a god. We've all had a hell of a night. Um, and so uh, my question to you is, um, you're all pretty burnt out. The, the sun is rising shortly. So tonight's more of a hunker down kind of situation. But you also have Jocelyn St. James with you, uh, which is new. Um so I guess my question is is there anything you want to do
2: tonight before you tuck in for the day Uh I mean probably talk to Jocelyn Saint-James I feel like we know nothing about her
0: Uh I think Ridley in the back seat is so hungry that he looks sort of like an animal and he's like <laughs> okay so I need to eat and when I wake up it's sort of 50-50 I'm eating the first person I fucking see. So, where's the food at? Uh, I need a fucking
1: dickhead. <laughs> He's like jonesing for a bad person. I, I understand. Uh, <clears throat> all right, so Ridley has expressed a, a need a need for food. Um, From a meta perspective, I have four hunger. If I wake
2: up and fail a check, I'm going into a bestial frenzy.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Um... um Miles, I think Iris didn't take too much damage aside from the weird brain adventure. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay.
3: I just uh, got power hungry. That's all.
1: I mean, look, it, it happens to the best of us. Um, and Tyler, uh, you ate someone. You ate a vamp on your way out the door, right?
2: Uh, Yeah, we didn't resolve anything with that, though. Both, like interpersonally and on paper so i have i still have my hunger and stuff remaining
1: okay um given that you couldn't spend the time to fully drain them uh, i think we can say uh it drops down one point of hunger uh Good. but it's not a you're not fully satiated because it was you know it was a fast food it was like one it was one taquito you couldn't get like a yep. proper order of taquitos you just got the one, one. yeah you're gonna regret it either nip. way but yeah, yeah. Um, and yes, and Iris, of course, observed you uh, doing that after some exciting roles. Um, okay, so it would seem then that the, the two major questions are uh, talking to Jocelyn on the way back, and then um, trying to solve for Ridley. Now, here's the problem. The sun is coming up, so you don't have time to hunt. So are you are just going to grab some random dickhead off the street, or would the goal be to try and send bear boys out overnight, what, or overnight during the day? What, uh, what do you think your tactic would be here? You can't exactly Uber Eats a person to you, yet.
3: What?
0: I, I think he's looking for a drug dealer or a pimp on a corner.
1: Like, just like, park the car, get out, take something to go, and <laughs> get back to the bar. Weirdly, you're looking for that same taquito experience. Okay, um, can you roll me a uh, streetwise, please, with wits? This All is for right. you staring at the car longingly, like me driving past a McDonald's as a kid. I know it's right there. I could have chicken nuggets right now, but I don't.
3: Mm, nuggies.
1: Nuggies. I have one success. Okay, uh, you find a middle bad person um, standing uh, outside. Uh, they're
3: let's... just getting. They're just getting weed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're just, just, yeah. It's, uh, it's that weird, like '70s Punisher run where it's like jaywalking. Um, so yeah, you see, uh, you see someone, uh, just like selling, selling weed. Ah, well, you're a
0: fucking criminal. Uh, <laughs>
1: let's get out and grab them because they're they're
0: drug dealers. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine.
1: Oh man, he's just trying to pay for his university education. Uh, okay, so go ahead and roll me, please. A probably a brawl and strength. Would this qualify as grappling? Oh, yes.
0: Dope. Five successes.
1: Slightly better at that than at the sighting of things out the car window. Uh, Cool. So we'll resolve that in a minute. Uh, In the meantime, uh, Tyler, um, you want to talk to uh, Jocelyn. Um, As you'll recall, uh, you know, silver hair pulled back um, under a hat um, like leather vest um, seems to be like fairly like the, obviously she's like strapped with um, bolts for her crossbow um, a little bit worse for the wear uh, having chased you across the city tonight and then uh, went to war with uh, with the, uh, the vampire riot inside the club um, hmm. what do you think you would want to learn from her
2: was that you At the cop car? Uh, yeah. What were you doing there? Were you helping me?
1: Uh, And she kind of smiles and uh, is like, well, mate, seems like you could use a little bit of help and uh, figured you'd be more used to me if you weren't dead.
2: Why? Why? I don't understand. Why would you help me? Why would you kill human people? To help me, a vampire. You're a vampire hunter, ain't you?
1: Uh, she kind of uh, looks a bit sheepish because um, she's in a car full of vampires. Uh, and she's uh, she says, uh, well, yeah, uh, that is a bit awkward for me too. But i um, got to tell you, uh, for a bunch of fangs, uh, you're not so bad on the greater scheme. Uh, besides, I've got bigger fish to fry and I'm hoping you can help me.
2: I don't suppose we have much choice in that, do we? No, mate, you don't? Hmm. So when are we going to learn more about this favor? Um, and it's at
1: this point that um, <laughs> Ryan, like, taps the driver, the car pulls over, <laughs> and he leaps out and uh, grabs someone. Um, so, um, you can see that Jocelyn is uh, actively uncomfortable about this, Um. One of you needs to try and talk her down a bit. You can tell that she's on doing her on best. Be- like you get the sense that her her mo seems to be in a um, a bit of a i've I've made my bed with the villains in order to achieve my goal. How it's like an undercover cop who has to watch someone get murdered and is like, "Ooh, my job is to not let this happen, but I'm gonna." Um, so you can tell she's a little uncomfortable, but, um, also it's very dramatic seeing Ridley grab a random, like awkward college student off the street, uh, with the clear intent of eating them as he's loudly declared twice. Um, so Iris or, um, uh, Everett, um, what do you think you would do to try and get her back on track and like help smooth over the, you're rolling
2: with the monsters now? I don't know how much Everett would really want to stop her from using her judgment on, like, because he, like, because I feel like Everett is having a moment of like, this is a human person with the means and ability to kill vampires, and I've felt like a monster for a while now, kind of thing, and I, I feel like I work with monsters. Whatever she decides might just be the right thing to happen to us. <laughs> Okay, Miles, uh,
1: what do you think is running through Iris' head during this? I, I,
3: I will definitely want to keep her on side and not attack or stop Ridley, because I don't want him to go bestial. So i um, pretty sure I just try to, like, use my special skill to keep her distracted and get to know as much as I can about her.
1: Um, okay, so can you roll me a... Let's go with etiquette. Um... Unless you have, uh, uh, forgive me, it's been a hot second since we played this. If you have a specific, uh, skill you want to use, uh, that's totally fine too. But otherwise I'd say, um, persuasion or etiquette would be fine for me and likely,
3: um. I mean, I'll always take persuasion if you're fine with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It just depends how you're approaching it. Like, everything's
3: etiquette. fine. This is fine. If you don't let this happen, it'll get worse. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> The Valkyrie like, Triad, but it but it all comes out as like clever girl talk. Like, we, oh yeah, this is fun. Let's just like get to know each other. If we're uh, gonna ha- have to work for you anyway.
1: You see, like Jocelyn, like goes pale and is like clearly completely unequipped for whatever like standard girl talk is. Um, as you know, people who train to become living weapons often are. Uh, she's like, uh. uh Right, well, uh, that, that all sounds lovely, but, um... No, no, that's completely fucking wrong accent. Here's the problem. I can't do any of my key, like, here's my word to get back into an accent things because we're on air. So hang on. All right, uh, yeah, this is going to be a real problem. Um, so, uh... Uh, From now I, I, on, you have to
0: do the word. It's got to be a character thing. You got to build it. That's
1: just her tick. Yeah, I love it. Great. Um, so she's
0: like. Sorry, uh, am
3: I? Ro- I'm raising. Per- I'm rolling persuasion and what? Uh,
1: persuasion and I think probably charisma in this case. If you're going with persuasion, uh, but I'd also give you manipulation if you would prefer. Um, you no, can tell she's. L-
3: fine.
1: She's picking up what you're putting down. She's just wildly under equipped to actually have this conversation. It's like if you've heard any of the stories of. Um, uh, who's
3: driving us right now bear boys or like like how no, where, how, th- how are we being transported I seem to recall was. yeah I
1: like. think we could safely say it's either it's probably Dederick actually because he he peeled out of there pretty early so it would make sense uh, I also think Dederick is a terrible driver I think like <sighs> this is probably his second time driving I don't think he has a license um but yeah because uh, like if be this helpful.
3: works I might if this works, I might ha- make him pull over so I can call an Uber and take her with me and let Ridley do his thing.
1: Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I like that. So, yeah, it's uh, it's like t- uh, Bill Hader being like, I tried to talk to LeBron James, but I-, I don't know anything about sports, and he only knows about sports, so we had nothing to talk about. It was terrible. <laughs> it's like that level yeah. of her being like, uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, go ahead and roll. I was going to start adding, like, boost dice. But that's not this game. Bad DM.
3: That's five successes. Uh,
1: okay, um, so I think very wisely um, you're, you're kind of uh, giving her that spiel, um, and with uh, an assurance that um, you'll all meet up in the morning. Um, you uh, is the plan to entice her into an Uber? Yeah. Um, so the,
3: let's, let's minimize the level at which this might go wrong. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, I like that plan a lot. So, Everett, this does unfortunately mean you won't get any answers about this tonight, but uh, clearly you kind of seem stuck with this, and I, I like the argument you made that for Everett, this is weirdly kind of what he wanted.
2: Just like judgment a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and... Cards on the table, it's me metagaming to get the socially strong player to socially interact with the person who can kill vampires. Wait, <laughs> but what? I needed a character reason to be like, you take this one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, good work. Way to show your cards there. That's that's great. Uh, I answered a question about that in our tips, tricks, and traps today. I was like, no, we don't meta game. Lies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a meta I, successy.
2: Uh, it's all <laughs> true about Everett, but
3: oh, Thomas. Yeah.
1: Anyway, uh, but yeah, no, uh, I, I still I think the, the the reasoning is sound and certainly enough to justify Everett waiting on uh, answers because also like she's clearly been following him for a while so it's not like if she goes in a car like it's not like you've been chasing her it's like oh no the one person with answers left it's like no that lady who's been stalking me yeah she'll be around
0: who <laughs> yeah. murdered several police officers <laughs> yep. for
1: you um because you stole that baby uh great so
2: <laughs> you um
3: yeah, remember when you stole a baby
2: it's been a long night you like Stole. It implies intent, you know, and that's not what that was about. I discovered a baby. <laughs> yeah, it's the regular Christopher Columbus of babies over I here. I happened upon a child in a car I was consciously stealing.
1: As <laughs> oh, old as time. Um. <laughs> all right. So, um, with with kind of a promise um, to fill you in later, and an assurance that it, it aligns with your interests. Jocelyn and James uh, piles into an Uber with um, Iris. Um, Iris, what do you? How do you think you? Do you talk to her on the way back? What? What? What is an Uber ride? Yeah, I
3: probably like. Do I know that she's been kind of like following, stalking, hunting? Everett? I don't
1: think he mentioned it. He because
3: if I did, I'd probably like be like, "So, what's your interest in my friend?" Um,
2: <laughs> if I, I don't, don't know that, it. I don't
3: think I did. If I, if I don't know that she's been helping him, it's probably just general trivia that I'm trying to get out of her.
0: Okay, yeah, she showed up at the nightclub and saved us all,
1: but I think that's all you or I know. Yeah, because I yeah. don't think Everett showed you guys the bolt that um, she sent that message on.
0: Hello Gov It's your boy Ridley And I'm here to talk to you About maybe a way You should be contributing To this little organisation Everyone knows As you look around There's a lot of bear boys And you know To be a bear boy You've got to be a bear And you've got to be Well not exactly a boy But you've got The important thing is You've got to pay your fucking dues Is what you've got to do And right now I just know from looking at the numbers, there are a lot more fucking people out there than there are inside my fucking gang. And what I'm saying is, if you want to join up and get access to me and all the cool fucking toys and other fucking treats I've got for all you little bear boys and girls and theys and thems and fucking alls out there, go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. You do that, You're on the inside, come talk to me on a Patreon exclusive Discord. Why don't you throw some names into the show? Why don't you build an NPC to join my fucking gang? I'm just saying, if you sign up, you won't regret it, and if you don't sign up, maybe you fucking will.
2: Well, not right now but you know so with that in mind yeah so um,
3: just be like thank god you were there who are you where you been
1: uh she explains her name is jocelyn st james she's from australia not that you'd know it from her accent which will likely be cockney 98 <laughs> percent of the time um but uh she's just
3: trying to throw us off it's fine
1: yeah yeah she's she's very stealthy uh, she doesn't give you a ton of information. Um, She's clearly kind of guarded. Uh, you get, Iris, you're you're pretty savvy on, on social stuff. You notice an immediate shift from the way she was talking to Everett to the way she's talking to you. It's a lot more tentative mm-hmm. and a lot more reserved. Um, whereas with Everett, there seemed to be kind of a, uh, a distant familiarity, if that makes any sense.
3: Mm-hmm. So
1: not like it wasn't, certainly wasn't an intimate conversation. But um, yeah, you definitely get the sense that she's more comfortable talking to Everett than she is talking to you. But, uh, yes, you basically, you, uh, she, she's cagey, but she explains that she, um, has, uh, has recently arrived, uh, here in Canada. Um, she was on her way, uh, to Toronto, uh, when the tower attack happened. Um, and, uh, as a result, uh, she, uh, she had to change her plans rather drastically and, uh, found, found herself in, uh, Montreal instead. Um, so she's, uh, very excited to work with, uh, the three of you, um, Although, again, you can...
3: Oh, we're going to be... We're working together?
1: Yeah, I mean, you heard you heard her talking to, to Everett about uh, doing that. But yeah, she says... Uh, oh,
3: know, um, okay.
1: Uh, listen, uh, our our interests are rather aligned. Uh, fuck me, I hate these accents so goddamn much. Good night, mate. There we go. Uh, that's how I always start my sentences. Um, <laughs> right, so uh, it looks like uh, you lot are uh, trying to do some things, and I'm trying to do some things, and I think we could help each other. Also, Great. I uh, saved uh, to make Everett back there uh, twice. Oh, twice. She nods. When was the, the other time? She looks at the Uber driver and just kind of like shakes her head as she continues to like pull her coat I over thought. all the bolts. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um. Yeah, I mean, thank you for keeping him safe. And obviously we owe you one as as long as it's kind of, you know, aligned with what we want to do. So. Um,
1: and uh, yeah, she she kind of nods and explains that like that's that's the idea. Um, and she kind of clams up after that, but you get the sense that like very much for a vampire hunter to decide to work with vampires is a pretty drastic step. So weirdly, you also kind of have leverage on her. Uh, because like,
3: can I do I have any insight or like read on how dangerous she is? Like, if I'm in danger, just being alone with her right now, um. You probably
1: are, if you had the three of you, maybe not. Um, the vampires in the uh, the Club Riot um, did seem odd. Um, they didn't quite seem to be kindred in full um, control or full... Uh, uh, they hadn't really come into their powers, you don't think. Um, so with your ability to see the future and that sort of thing, you, you like your odds aren't terrible. But yeah, she does seem legitimately very dangerous. Also, the fact that she had the foresight mm-hmm. to rig... The club to burn like to rig up gasoline to the the sprinkler system as a backup should suggest the the lengths to which this this woman will go to kill vampires because that's a and pretty that she clearly
3: knows she clearly knows more about what's going on and when it's going to go on and we do
1: yeah and she's willing to like weirdly she does remind you to some extent of of ever in terms of kind of her what seems to be her code of conduct but um Ridley in terms of the, like, they both had the same idea, which was burn the fucking place down. If, if everything goes badly, I'll just burn it to the ground, um, which is, I think, Iris, for you as someone kind of coming from non-supernatural society, like, the fact that that was her backup plan is pretty drastic. This isn't like a, no, we must make sure that we save all the humans. It's like a... It's honestly, it's more of an infectious disease thing. Like, oh, there's an outbreak. Okay, we just got to torch the building. Like, better that everyone in that building dies than vampires escape.
3: Is she more... Is she interested in us? Like, is she asking any questions of me to get to know kind of like... Or do I get the sense she kind of already has done that research?
1: Um, You get the sense that she is... If you were to venture a guess just having seen this happen in social spheres... Um she is likely going to tr- go through Everett to try and get info about you. Um okay. but uh you do note that she does not seem to react to the fact that oh I mean you're still dressed as Lurlene. So <laughs> she just might not be That's tracking. right.
3: I am still dressed as Lurlene. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um but you don't get any sense of like holy shit you're Iris done Oh my god. What? You're a vampire? Mm-hmm. Um which is actually quite refreshing <laughs> in a lot of ways. Um not the least of which being that you're currently fugitive, but also just in in general, it, it's kind of a relief. So, um, I guess uh, uh, the one major question she will ask is, um, uh, uh, "So, you uh, what, what, what's your what's your vampire power? You all got one, right?"
3: I prefer to keep that one a secret, because if everyone knew my vampire power, it wouldn't be a nice little secret vampire power, would it?
1: Suppose not. Well, can't blame but girl, for trying. Um, and then she, Do uh, you have
3: a secret power?
1: Um, she just smiles and runs a finger down, like, all of the bolts, in kind of, like, uh, almost like a xylophone. She's like, well, pretty good shot.
3: I guess that's a that's a skill but I, I understand
1: uh and she kind of smiles uh and she's like right well we can't all have crazy powers now can we uh also oh, uh driver we're well, talking you about could, a game well, you
3: could i mean if you were a vampire you could
1: ah it's, it's a good game we play right driver and the driver's like an uber driver in montreal so it gives exactly zero fucks about like anything <laughs> that's happening in the back it's honestly you just don't get that same personal touch you get with the Dinkeldorf cab company um to so, say uh, if you're both speaking English, the driver legitimately may not understand it and just be looking down on you. Yeah. That's actually very true.
0: How
3: oh, dare you not speak French?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Quebec. Um, <laughs> great. So,
2: That's as all
0: you... he says, <laughs> <laughs> right, driver? It's a fun game, right, driver? Quebec. Quebec. <laughs> la Belle Provence.
3: That's the right answer for everything. Sacre Mer.
1: Uh, <laughs> four stars um <laughs> meanwhile um ridley uh you have um <laughs> pulled uh, a drug dealer in um uh, all right so you go. you're gonna you're going to
0: school right uh
3: he's looking at like
0: a half burnt like shirtless
1: monster man should we not you're gonna fucking school uh yes yes uh, my, my name is uh, Jean-François Philippe. Uh, I, I go to school. Uh, I, I'm I'm studying uh, t- t- to be a, a nurse.
0: How do you feel about fucking Golden Stevenson?
1: Uh, who? Golden Stevenson? I I, I I I'm I'm sorry, man. I, I don't know that name. Is is he? Is he um the man who burned? Or you what like about
0: the trans community? And he just like bounces him off the seat.
1: <laughs> ah ah ah! They're great. What? Why? Okay, oh no! Uh, You're not a turf, are you? Uh, describe your ex girlfriend to me. Uh, I, I don't have one. I've never dated. I'm socially awkward and studying to be a nurse. Do you know what a Chad is? I know a guy named Chad. He oh, seems fuck, okay. I, get
0: out! <laughs> Show me the car. And be like, I can't fucking eat him. He's fine. fine.
1: Uh, and uh, uh Jean-Francois Philippe uh, just watches you drive away, and he's like. Ooh, that was uh, that was scary. Gordon Stevenson, though, I guess I'll, I'll go look that guy up. And then he just walks off into the night. A new monster is born. Um, so, Ryan, you're starving. Um, the uh, the sun is coming up. You're you're rapidly a- approaching uh, Mayday Malone's. Uh, what is your last ditch attempt to to find a meal?
0: I got to fucking send the bear boys out and I'm just like, find the scummiest shitbag bag you can and just shove them in my coffin and then lock it shut. <laughs> it's just, yeah. you to fucking put him in and lock it because I don't want to fucking know. And if he turns out to be okay, I'm going to throw up so fucking much. So don't fucking bald this. Uh- and- yeah, no more setting prints. What the fuck? We'll right, go into this, like, you know, I don't have time for it. He's, he, he's just fucking, like, a weird two-faced monster coming out of there. Also, who the fuck was that fucking lady? Fuck.
1: Right, and he just goes into the bar really angry. <laughs> and Dedric is like, interesting questions. All true. All true questions that uh, we, and then he looks around. It's like a full gold bloom, Like, he realized everyone's left. He's like, oh, and everyone uh, has left the car, uh, except, except for me. Um, so cool to have friends. Uh, and then he gets out, uh, and, um, comes to, to join you in the bar. Um, as, uh, as the the sun begins to rise, uh, over the fair city of Montreal, um, you, you bundle into the, uh, into the basement. Uh, Miles, um, you drop, uh, Jocelyn off with a, um, kind of like a, a promise to reconnect tomorrow. Um, she's staying at like a, a, a swanky Airbnb, uh, of some sort, um, above a shawarma joint, let's say. So it's not that swanky. Um, and, uh, then you have the choice of where you want to go. Do you go to Malone's where you've been hiding? Do you go somewhere else? What's your plan for the night? Day? Shit.
3: Vampires. Um, yeah, I'll probably go to Malone's. It's just quick and... Rapidly approaching. I'm too exhausted to try to f- come up with something different.
1: Fair enough. So you arrive at Malone's, uh, Everett, um, and Ridley. Uh, you help bring uh, Chonky down into the basement. Um, Dederick is kind of looking around the place and and, and generally being helpful. Um, Harvey is uh, sitting there um, with a uh, what, what seems to be a a small Tupperware um, like tub. Uh, with uh, a raccoon and two squirrels in it um, that you can hear are just fucking going at it in there. Uh, and uh, as you come down, uh, he's just like reaching inside. He's like, Oh, hey, anybody want a, a squirrely one? <laughs> they're not really cold ones. They're, they're kind of warm and, and vaguely gross. But I uh, gotta tell you, the little fuckers are easy to catch.
0: If I fucking could, I would, my friend, but I fucking can't. Uh, oh, I don't know. Everett, you fucking want some? Oh, I'm
1: all right. You doing
2: all right there, Harv? Uh,
1: honestly, uh, it's a bit strange. Uh, still uh, weird uh, seeing every little critter as a tasty, fast meal. Uh, but, you know, once you uh, get over the uh, the furriness and, and the teeth, uh, the blood's real tasty. Uh, you're really missing
2: right. out. Well... <laughs> To each okay. their own, I guess. Uh, hey, stick around, all right? The sun's almost up. Well, he's yeah, like, Chunky. I got
0: everything I need right here. Harvey, this is Chonky. Chonky, this is arvi <laughs> We're kind of doing a co-parenting thing because I turned Everett's boy and Everett turned my boy, so that means we're both your dads and we're going to raise you up right. So, Chonky, we've got to figure out what you fucking eat because all of our kind only eat one fucking kind of thing. Uh, and, arvi yeah, don't go out in the sun. You'll fucking die. Uh... Do we just fucking sleep now? Uh, he
2: looks to Everett as though like it's two dads figured out what to do at bedtime. Yeah. Uh, Chunky, you're going to go through some serious changes overnight. Uh, do we have any way to restrain him?
0: Uh, well, we could put him in the box and let Harvey stay out of the box and then he can't, you know, fuck around.
1: Yeah. Is that all right with you, Harv? Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I was starting to feel mighty comfortable in there, but... Uh... I suppose that could make do out here. Sure.
0: That's a nice boy looking after your brother. All right, so we'll shift it up. You know, everyone's got to share a room. Uh, Chunky, get the fuck in here. It's <laughs> he holds over I mean, like, Chunky's drunk.
1: tremendously fucked up. Like, he's been yeah. shot in the heart. Like, he's not doing great. So it's more okay, of like... we're going to help you then. Yeah, so, um, you know, everybody uh, rolls uh, rolls him in. Um, Dederick uh, kind of... I- I- I'll yell up the stairs like,
0: oh, not just my fucking one. We're going to need a selection of fucking cunts so we can try to feed Chunky.
2: <laughs> I don't know what he
1: likes, so I'll get a fucking buffet. Just like five completely different things. Yeah, and uh, Deadrick's like, also, if you could throw uh, someone with melancholy in there for me, I've been really craving some melancholy. That would be so nice. Uh, if it's if, if not too much trouble, I'll, I'll tip. And he's, he, he just leans <laughs> like, I, honestly, it's just so nice. It's so nice to have their people. This is great. All right, we'll allow that. You can do that
0: for him. But because I'm telling you to, don't follow this fucking piece of shit's orders ever.
1: <laughs> he just fucking points at Dedrick. And Dedrick's like, hi, fucking piece of shit. <laughs> no, no orders, just requests. Okay, so Dedrick, you get to sleep on the floor.
0: Uh, Arvi, you can sleep on Dedrick. Uh, Chonky, and he just locks the chain shut. And he's like, all right, you get to stay in there. I'll sleep in my coffin. Uh, Everett, you usually sleep in the office.
1: I don't yep. know if you want to... F- you go to do that. Oh, yeah, and then uh, Iris Dunn comes down the stairs, clearly looking for a place to crash.
0: Okay, Iris, uh, we got two human pillows. You can sleep on top of the, the box. Uh... I, honestly, I'd normally give you my coffin, but I am right fucked. There's no way I could just sleep out here and come out all right. And he's already stripping nude. There's <laughs> less moves than normal. It's literally just pants, shoes, underwear. shake like, shaking; shirt, they fall and off. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's injured enough that I think the underwear he has to try to take off, but he falls down taking it off and swears. Uh, and then it comes off in like a Trailer Park Boys kind
1: of way. Uh, gotcha. And then he goes into his coffin and pulls it shut. Um and Everett, i assume you're heading to the office
2: yeah
1: all right uh so uh miles slash iris slash lorleen uh you look around a, a basement full of weirdness uh where do you sleep
3: i don't know is there like a broom closet where i can just kind of like make myself a little oasis away from all these weirdos
1: there absolutely is a broom closet so iris uh after a lifetime of, of staying in the nicest of hotels and fanciest of condos, uh, you, you make yourself a, a little zen oasis amidst smelly mops, uh, industrial-grade solvents, uh, and uh, fewer rolls of toilet paper than you would think possible for a bar of this size. <laughs> um, Ew. But uh, as, uh, as you kind of nestle into your weird little kindred nest, uh, just as you're, you're uh, kind of falling uh, into a state of sleep, um, your phone blinks, uh, and it's a text message from Emily, who just says, "Sleep well. I'll see you
3: tomorrow." And I just send back a bunch of cute heart emojis, and I love you, Emily. <laughs> uh,
1: your message is sent, but not read. Uh, Emily. This episode of Blood and CERN features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter. Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter. Megan Miles at Maggie Miles on Twitter. And storyteller Tom McGee at T D on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante. And the Dumb Dumbs and Dice logos are done by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R all of their music is available on freemusicarchive.org when it comes to Dum Dums and Dice you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com our Twitter and Instagram or at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice you can also buy merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice and you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice that's DUMB DUMB DICE sleep well children of the night ah 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 spooky
0: Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time: Christian Manicola, Long Long, the Half Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Olin Anderson, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Second X.